Oh, hey there. Don't you know? Uh, it's it's actually 11,842. Oh, don't you know is Minnesota, right? Oh, don't you know? Oh, yeah. Don't you know? You betcha. Drill, drilled into the vocabulary. Which, I, I mean, they're oh, drilled they're, in the mind. Yeah, us Minnesotans. Oh. Well, you're, you're saying y'all, we're saying... Yeah, we, we have yeah. Texas vernacular. Don't we got a lot. We got a lot as well. Oh, yeah. You go... Oh, I'd take you up north Minnesota, and you'd think they'd be speaking a different language up there, yeah? Oh, you run into Mary Lou at the... <laughs> oh, Mary Lou will get you. Oh, oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when what, you buddy. Hear it and it's thick. It's thick up north, I'll tell you. And you're just like, oh, wow. It is sick. I've, I've witnessed it firsthand many a times, honestly. Many, many a times. I got a lot of buddies from the great north. Where, where the accent is heavy. <laughs> Something dings, so I was making sure it's not dinging. All right, brother, I'm gonna do the intro because we're having a good time, and I'm gonna fire away, brother. Doing it for the land of 10,000 plus weeks. Little Min yeah. Minnesota, land of the purple people leaders, and we are live in five, four, three, two, and. One, top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham, and we're having a wonderful evening, and we're happy you're joining us. Whether it's evening or afternoon or morning for you, we hope you're having a good time, and it's about to get a hell of a lot better because... We have a Minnesota legend in the building. We have one of the best hunters I've ever met. <laughs> and one of the best, best men I've had the honor of calling my good friend. And he's got three brothers, so he's a keeper of his brothers, which is honestly a great thing. We were just talking about it earlier. He's a legend, JJ Hoops. JJ, how, how the hell are we, brother? I would say good, you know. I, I don't know if I can live up to the introduction of Best oh. Hunter, but I'll tell you I'm a passionate one. <laughs> I try my best, and I love it. How are you doing? You chase him down, and I love it. I'm doing wonderful, brother. I, I'm glad you survived the great hunt that you just were on. You, I mean, you were in the mountains for what, two? Two weeks? Or in, in and out, since, bouncing around? Um, I've been there since, what was it? It's like October 10th? Yeah, yeah it's been like two weeks. Yeah. It, October 10th is when I started hunting. Um, that was in Wyoming. And oof, it was it was uh, one for the books. That's right, yeah. yeah. What uh, what occurred to make it one for the books? Uh, a a, a, uh, rec a record number? Uh, a crazy chase? 
I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I I've never been on a wild hunt. Like, I've been needing to go on one because I I feel like it's an experience as <laughs> a man that is honestly kind of like none other because you're kind of in the wild chasing a beast when it's some of some of the game you're getting after and i mean i respect the hell out of it i i i mean um, i i need to do it i need to give her i need to give it a give it a shot go on a go on a journey with you i i can't tell you how um i would say how much hunting and refining my passion for hunting i should say has like changed you know it's it's just reprioritized so much of my life rather than you know worry about going out and drinking on a friday during hunting season like september through december i'm i'm trying to be out in the field out in the wilderness as much as possible and i that's a beautiful thing that. that that's honestly um, <laughs> that's awesome that like people people in our world should Go do that. I think it'd be great to go out and, you know, just separate, go in nature, go, I mean, going to hunt is honestly the most badass way to do it. Yeah. I think separate from all, all, all of the, all of the shit, you know, it's, it's important to me because, um, I've kind of like redeveloped kind of all these new passions with it. Like, I want to hunt enough and be able to be self-sufficient where I don't like 90% of the meat I intake. I want it to be from something I harvested. And it's like, I'm it's like kind of nerdy hobbies like that where I'm like, don't get me wrong. If I want to go buy a nice big steak, I'm always, I'm always, I'm going to do it, but I want to. You don't need steaks right now from hunting. It's the thing is hunting is in all our DNA because every single one of our great ancestors found a way to hunt or fish or do it all. And it, I, I, I went through gun safety and started hunting when I was like 11 and I kind of fell in love with it. You know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I, I wish I was a lot better with it because the problem is like you can do it up to an age but then like I, you know, you get involved with sports or school and stuff and it like, absolutely. There's plenty of people who were a lot more passionate with it during those times with me. And I guess I prioritize other stuff. If I went with my dad, you know, absolutely. like football, it's hard to do for, you can't, you can't get out in the deer stand. It's I can't imagine my football coach looking at me and be like, absolutely. It's hard to be an expert at two things at once. And when you're trying to get to expert in both. Yeah. And with hunting, I mean, some people have good luck with, you know, positioning themselves. And sometimes it takes you hours and hours, say in a tree stand blind or on a mountain and, um, you know, getting, it's, it's just, it's interesting. So I've been, it's, I've been probably hunting more than anything in my life. I was thinking about it. I'm like at 18 years of hunting now or something. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I say, so so let's back up then so when was the first time you went hunting and what's that story 
I want to hear that. I, I got to think. I was at a little Catholic school in Minnesota in Excelsior called St. John's the Baptist. And my dad wasn't a hunter. Okay. You're how, what grade? Like 10 guys. At 10 guy, what grade? I, second. Fifth. It, what, oh, is that second. Fourth grade? Fourth, How old? Fourth grade, fifth grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's fourth grade or fifth grade. Um, well, still, that's uh, yeah, that's that's sick. So what happened? And I, I, my dad. Luckily enough, I was in a class. My dad wasn't really into hunting, but I think he had done it through a work thing. But like three of the kids' dads all hunted, and they're like, "Hey, Jim." And they were like my, we had 10 guys in the class and th they were my three best friends at the time. You know, you, you don't get to pick oh, and yeah. choose really. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you're you, giving your friends back. You, you got who you got. Uh, That's how it was in my high school. And they're the best friends ever. Yeah. And I, I, I love those guys. I, I, there's some of them I haven't talked to in a while, but like we right. all do Hunter safety today. And I, I'll tell you, I think it was an hour every Thursday night. And it was probably 20 minutes away, but it seemed like the biggest journey in the world to go get this dang hunter safety for oh, a month bet. straight or so. Maybe it was uh, three hours a night. It, people have it easy these days being well, what able to it, do it online, but you can do it online. What the hell? Don't you have to oh, shoot yeah, the gun and practice? Yeah, yes, but there's field stuff now that you can you can nail most of the safety stuff with online anything do you think do you now, trust the online um resources that test for that those like hunting license or i guess it's I not hunting license. I, 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 it's it's a hunter's education and safety firearm safety right i i trust that i, I you know i'm one of those I people trust that. i would rather have i would rather have thousands more people do that than people not do anything because even at a young age, I learned how to respect a firearm. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I will tell you, though, at a young age, going oh, to yeah. the field day, I, the final I, day. I just think that's great that y'all got to go on that journey to the, to the class. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm telling you, I thought it was probably the most tedious, like, confusing thing of my life. And because, you know, when you're that young, even a trip to the dentist's office is like, like a three-hour drive. Oh, yeah. You're like... Where's the next McDonald's? Yeah, like, and it was like after school too. And it's like one of those where you're just like, are you serious? Yeah, I, it had to have been 12 or 13. I forget what age that is, but like fourth grade, fifth grade. And, you know, shortly after that, yep. me and my dad and my brother, my dad decided to buy a hunting dog. Like my dad went full in on it. And I'm so thankful for him too, because it wasn't his hobby growing up. And I think a lot of the problem yep. with our generations is a lot of people aren't getting into hunting right now because there's a substantial number of people not applying for licenses because people's dads oh, didn't yeah. get involved. Yep. And it's actually another thing I'm passionate about is I've been trying to work with like trying to get friends who don't hunt to hunt in any form with me because yep. hunting yep. is so important to con conservation that people don't. Oh yeah. It. It's, it's the amount of it, tax dollars. Right. And I mean, it just kind of, I think it's an, an important thing to do to go on like that style of, to me, it'd be like a journey going on like a hunt, like one, one of the multiple day ones. Like I'd remember it forever. It'd be a good experience. Oh. It'd be hard as shit. We'd be going through terrain. I mean, I, 
I would love to do it. Or um, we or we might be sitting in a deer stand for three hours or three uh, days. I've done it all now, and um, for the most part, I, I there's a lot of stuff I haven't done. I should say, I'm no expert, but I'll tell you, I, there's you can find some who is something about all of it. Oh God, some of those big guys who do it. I mean, Randy Newberg's one of my favorite, but I'm biased because he's a Minnesota boy, grew up in a small town up there, and he's one of my favorite hunters to watch. No shit. Um, okay, what's his name? You, I don't even know who he. I don't know who he is, brother. I saw him on Rand, Rand, Randy Newberg. I mean, there's guys like Cameron Haynes, who's like an elk master. I mean, you, there's there's guys out there. The, the, I, I gotta write these guys' names down. I, I could go See, like I don't even know. I don't even know who these guys are. Uh, we got who? Who's the first guy? <laughs> Randy Newman. We got Randy Newberg. Randy Newberg. 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 Okay. Yep. Okay, we got Randy Newberg. We and got he, what I like to call. He's great, and then you yep. got freak athletes like Cameron Haynes. Oh shit! Okay. Guy is a freaking freak of nature. Wrote, he's good buddies with Joe Rogan. He got Joe Rogan into the elk hunting. Oh shit! I, I mean, think I saw. I think I saw him. I, I think I know who hunting, that guy is. Was he on the podcast? On their podcast? I think he, he was. Yeah, he was because he he got he helps guides all of Joe stuff. Um, guy's a freak. You know, he he, he has he his own. Put it this way, I am. T- you would you'll love this. His his garage his garage gym is oh, yeah. all his. Every elk he shoots, he gets mounted in his garage, and they're all in there. It's just a big, oh. like, oh, I, I mean, it's, a, it's unbelievable. Every piece of wall has a beast on it. Damn. I mean, what's the hardest part? Like, what? <laughs> imagine, elk... imagine you bench. Be... <laughs> yeah. I, I was, let's go with the bench reference. Um, I was writing that. Imagine me bench pressing. Uh, uh, his bench. Imagine and having two elks staring at you that are just mounted right there. That would Motivation. be epic. Brother, I want that. And I want that. Uh, I want that immediately. Um, um, I think you would love a Western hunt. I mean, there's something. I, I love all hunts. I'm, okay, see, I don't know I'm any of this shit. What is a – I mean, I know I – know, the directions, obviously, but what is a what is a Western hunt? What does that consist of? How is that different from whatever, uh, brother? Well, okay, I, so I like, know, uh, when I I don't know my hunting shit. I need to though, and I'm here so when I, at class. When I when I, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I'm still a student. I, I'm telling you, I'm still a student. I am no expert here. I I am learning. I. All I Even know is, on my unsuccessful yeah. hunts, I love them because I feel like I'm one step closer to like being great. But I'm you're always chasing greatness. Yo, so like yeah, oh, I agree. You learn a I'll shitload. You, so I last bet. Last year, la- last year, we'll we'll go into Wyoming. So I'll tell you. So normally when we hunt Wyoming, what we do is we fly in 
the weekend before opener, which is October 15th, Deer and Elk open Wyoming October 15th. Yep. Western hunts are a lot more spot and stock. You know, it's it's large. All the animals out there move miles. I mean, you might spot elk, you might spook elk. Think they're gone. They, you know, well, one of my favorite things to hunt out well quick. west. The elk are quick. I mean, they're they're endurance. Yeah. Well, they're quick, but they they also could just keep going. What's like? I mean, um, you, you you might have climbed the summit to get to them. Yeah, and they and they'll just run right down. Or they'll. I've seen some. Oh, of those they'll run over videos. another pass. You're, you're chasing it. You're chasing. You're chasing a wild beast. The pronghorn, brother. So as I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've confessed that my elk were killed with a Discover credit card when I was a young lad. <laughs> and you, have, you have a big antelope in there too. That's what I'm you saying. Have a big pronghorn. That's, the that, one, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He, 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 he was killed with a Discover credit card. So it's I, I got some good deals on eBay's and got some good deer heads. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a little different when you go out there. Oh, I, um, I know it is. That's why. That's every time I look at them, I'm like, damn. I wish I could have uh, gotcha. Gosh, I, if if I could sum up this year, I would call it. Uh, what do you, what? The only, the only you've, been way to say you've been hunting the whole year. Like, I've been hunting for a while now, and I, I keep on hunting. I have a few days off till we hunt again, and then I fly to Minnesota to duck hunt and deer hunt. And I it, love it, brother. It, Here, it's choppy. Maybe Here we'll hunt Indiana if we got time. Indiana? Yeah. It's. What's out in Indiana? Yeah. Oh, they got some great corn-fed deer there. Let me tell you. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Up by That's Michigan, right. it's like yeah. Here at Hoop, it's kind of getting choppy. Right by Notre Dame, kind of. Um, it's it's. Yeah. Here, hold on one sec, Hoop. The, Let me know my, if it fixes up. Yeah, it'll it'll tighten up. I don't know if it's my shit. This happens occasionally because I'm banging around on shit, but it's working out. You hear me loud and clear, right? I haven't, I've been yeah. golden on your end, right? Uh, I think we're going. Oh yeah, I can hear you just fine. Oh yeah, I I hunt by in Indiana by Wol Wolcottville, I think it is. But um, Minnesota, I'm really excited about. Um, I've seen some chubby Indiana deer. I'll tell you what. When I was Let's playing rugby, our rugby field, well, I probably saw a deer at least before every single home game, whether it was the day before when we practiced or during the game, deer. Big old Indiana deer. A lot of meat 
I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, Iowa and Indiana. Got me hungry. Iowa and Indiana. <laughs> Iowa and Indiana got a little obesity problem with their deer, but I love it. I love that corn fed parking lot. I got no problem with it. <laughs> so deer eat eat deer will eat the shit out of corn, right? Oh yeah, they'll eat corn. Well, you you got so many corn and soybeans, so they they eat well. Alfalfa, they'll just gobble that up. Alpha, but they how do they live off that shit? There's no nutrients I, I mean, life. It's they're deer. It's fucking the, insane. They're different specimen. Right? So I shot I shot the biggest doe I've ever shot in my life in Wyoming this year, and it was full of alfalfa from an alfalfa farm, kind of not far from where we were hunting. It's uh, what about it's, I, it's I, meat? I Was it even good? Oh yeah, no, the meat will be great. I only know that because I cut the stomach lining, and you can see. I'll tell you, the one thing you don't want to do when you're cleaning the gear is cut into its stomach. You're cutting into the worst smelling thing you know, uh, you got to deal with. I, I I feel like yeah, that that would be a good idea. But I mean, you I gotta do you it. Know. You gotta do it occasionally. You're... Oh, it's awesome. I mean, the the process. I mean, you know, I I heard Steve Rinella. Steve Rinella is another huge hunter. He runs meat. Steve who? Steve who? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me get my pen. Run, run. <laughs> Steve Rinella. I I can't take this quote. Uh, I need my dry erase <laughs> marker. Here we go. Is that normal worker? Damn. All right. Steve who? Yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm tucking Steve. this one in the noggin. There it is. Steve. Well, he runs. He, he, Steve. Steve Ranella. Ranella. And he runs He runs the show Meat Eater, another one I freaking love. Meat Eater. But okay. He, what, the way he. Yeah, yeah I saw that on there. You'll actually really like his show. Bro. I subscribe every channel that I've I asked that to, or every person I've asked that to, I subscribe to all their channels, and it's great. Oh, he he is so. Not only is he great at hunting, his sell me on the sell me on meat eater, please. I want to know about the show. I like I like Steve Ranella because they'll cook it, they do it all, and his goal is you know. I'll shoot a big buck, but at the end of the day, you know, my goal is to meet. I eat meat. And his saying was, which I grabbed onto, he said, if an animal is going to suffer for my benefit, it should be at my hands. And I, and like, for that's the that one thing sense. I think about as a hunter. I agree. And I, I've just latched onto it and it further supports like my want and love of hunting because it's like, if I'm going to go out there, I'm going to reap the benefits of this natural organic beautiful meat i which, got it which everyone else is technically also doing eating an animal yes it should be at my hands though like I, right I, I i yeah that's like that's like you can't put it in a better way than that no and i i, I tell you like he's an amazing what he does with his show that's and some deep shit absolutely. honestly i respect it, him i like is. him i'm sold I'm sold. I'm subscribed. Damn it, it, I'm subscribing he, right he, now. He'll, he'll, he'll hunt. See, 
And I love it. He hunts with a gun, he hunts with a bow, and he hunts with a muzzle loader. I hunt with all those. What muzzle was the last thing? So oh, a muzzle loader. My favorite thing to hunt. Okay, tell me yeah, more black about powder. Him. So it's where you pull tell me black powder. No, yeah. Okay. I don't gotta, know. I don't know my muscles. Civil War time. So yeah, you're okay. taking out. <laughs> you put... No, this so is this it's, is it's very this simple. Is impressive. This is nuts. You put gunpowder <laughs> in the gun, stuff it in. Muzzle loader, smoke poles. My internet's very, yeah, so very skin it's, choppy. It's, it's not. It's not. You just load in a bullet. So wait. Right, so what? There we go. We're good. We're good. We'll, we'll see if it gets better. Um, uh, so with a muzzle loader, so you take your barrel of your gun. Nice. I'm at. And we're good. So, um, so muzzle loader hunting is by far one of my favorites these days. Um, it's it's crazy. I'll tell you that um, because you literally get one shot, but it's kind of like archery in the sense of it limits your possibilities. Like my rifle shooting, I, I, I think I hit a new PR this year of like 800 and some yards with a rifle. But um, like- So it's old I, school. I tell, that's like some guys can shoot. You're stuffing, but, you you're know, stuffing and like, blasting. Yeah, so like with a muzzleloader, you're, you know, some of these high-end muzzleloaders, you can get pretty far out, but you know, you're oh, thinking sure. about 100 to 100, you know, I, I like shooting 100, 150 with my muzzle loader, and I think that's really far. But if you're trying to kill, but, kill, get a kill, you're, you'd prefer something else. Yeah. Uh, I love the most muzzle loader the best. Well, muzzle loader is my absolute. It, is it most fun? Or um, it, it's it's kind of a hobby I've gotten into lately because with muzzle loader, you measure how much black powder. I, I've always liked math and stuff. So it's like building your load. So you, ha you have a 50 caliber bullet and you're determining yeah. what, how many grains of black powder actually will give you the most accurate, you know, so you might be at a hundred grains of black powder to get your most accurate grouping on a target. So, I mean, you're yep. running numbers all day. It's, it's, <laughs> it, there's a lot more to it. That's so good, brother. I, I mean, I you know your math. So with, with my gun, so is it, I think it, it's like 112 grains of black powder. So is it if you put more black powder in, does that mean the bullet goes farther or it shoots at a higher velocity? Or what is more power? Yeah, I mean, do? you're you're shooting it all. I mean, because you're burning you're I mean, you're essentially adding more oomph to it. I mean more because if you only you're adding more yeah, more velocity. I mean, you're, you're adding more pressure. Yes, oh yeah, more more, more explosion, second, more everything. Yeah, you're you're essentially trying to add more stopping power onto the bullet. Um, you feel it more the I more shoot. powder you get. In. I mean, and then you can then you get to choose the grain of bullet you want. You know, you can shoot something that's two hundred and fifty grains. I'm shooting a three hundred and twenty-five grain bullet. I mean, it's just muzzle muzzle is a whole different like game, but do, I do love you, it. Do I, you so we, do you shoot um, um, muzzle loaders like if you're going for a kill? Or oh yeah, my my muzzle loader is pretty high tech. So it's gotten the job done many many times. I will tell you my favorite muzzle loader story was 
end of the season. So the reason you hunt muzzleloader is because they have muzzle only muzzleloader only seasons in the Midwest at the end of December. So when you can't hunt anything else but archery, you can hunt muzzleloader. Yeah. And it's honestly the best. It's normally really cold. It's normally snowy. The last, it's, you know, it's fun to do right around Christmas, New Year's. You know, you turn it into like last days of the season. And I fucking last year, I remember it, it it was the last, it was the last day of hunting I was doing. Hadn't seen anything. I've been sitting in a tree stand for four days and I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm freezing my butt off. Yeah. Like you can, you, you preparing for a hunt, a tree stand hunt is one thing, but like actually being up in a tree is another thing. And so I got like 15 minutes before, no, Indiana. Oh, well, still Indiana. cold as balls. Minnesota is a different story. I forgot to put a primer in my gun. So when I pulled the trigger, nothing shot. <laughs> so I lost the deer. But in Indiana, so, I'm getting dead. Did your gun explode? No, nothing happened. So you pack, put the black powder in, put the bullet in, pack it down so it's grip, and you try and put a decent amount of pressure. And then you break, there's a break action where you put the primer in for the hammer to hit to spark the black powder. Ah. I've, I freaking forgot to put it in. And I literally had a deer a hundred yards lined up broadside. I was like, gotcha. And all you hear is. Well, you live and learn. Oh, and that's, that's why I drove to Indiana because it was the last day of muzzleloader hunting season in Minnesota and I blew it. So I was like all mad. I sat at home for a week and I was like, go to Indiana. I'm going to Indiana because it runs through the end of the year. I can get a deer there. You can. Wasn't seeing, wasn't seeing anything. And I'm telling you, I had 15 minutes till you can't shoot in Indiana. I get done down because I was like, there's no deer here. I got to pee. You know, the worst part about being in there's 15 minutes till you're cut off. 15 minutes till you're uh, illegally shooting. Yes. So I literally climbed down this tree stand. I'm, I'm peeing in like right in front of the tree stand and I'm looking out into this cornfield and to the left, there's a double field that kind of, you have to kind of peek around to see the edge of it. Oh, so, yeah. you know, I'm going, letting it go. Cause I've been Let's... sitting there for like five, four or five hours. Oh, it's a deer stand pit. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if anything's in that upfield. And what'd you see? Yeah. So I'm looking up, peeking around the field like that. All of a sudden I see two deer sitting over there. Just two deer. So really, without thinking, I just drop down because one of them picks their head up to look at me. So I'm literally laying in my pee right there. And I'm like, crap, I got to go get these deer. So I go back to like, I'm two, you climb on the tree stand. No, I'm crawling the edge of this cornfield like 50 Did, was, yards you had one of your boys with you throw the gun down no i'm i'm no th- i brought the gun down with me to take the pee oh so you the were gun so you were so sorry lone survivor do you do lone I'm survivor a lot okay just you okay i love it yeah i do it a lot all right crawling it's my in the I, said, I actually met it i actually in the Indiana fall. My chest is like, I'm, I'm in bids because you, literally when they, they'll spook, they'll see you. I had to get down and you're, 
the corn had been chopped. So it's about knee high or so, so you can find the little runs. It's starting to snow. It's starting to rain. I'm just like, oh, I'm getting this deer one way or another. So I crawl 50 yards or so to just get the shot to take them. them, I'll tell you, your heart is pounding. Huh? Oh, yeah, I took it down. But I will tell you, it. uh, I mean, it's it's a rush. It's the thrill. I mean, you just. Honestly, you know what I'd love to do, brother? I would love to go on a hunt with you. And bring all of my equipment, like my film equipment, and bring my guy. I bring, would lo- bring my uh, bring bring my I boy would- Andrew, who's also great at filming. And we like dial it up, or I could do it. I mean, either way, I want to get would- some of it on I footage. Would- I would love to get you into hunting next year, no matter what. Because the season starts ending quick here, and it starts. When does like, the season end? What's the season protocol? But so most of most of Western states are pretty much over, but you can get late season hunts. But like by the time November hits, like you're on you're on the back nine of a golf course. You got to put it that way. Like the round's closer to being over than it is to being open. Yeah. Because in most states, every everything is done besides small seasons. Like, you get late season this, late season that in December. Because by the time December hits, like, you're more at regulation. They're like, okay, this is open for a week. You can go for a week here. And oh, it's okay. just more nitty-picky. <laughs> That's like pro- besides, pri- private property, though, right? Usually those, those places? Uh, no, no pub- public. I mean, there, there's always places you can, uh, like, and – and then, uh, actually, in Arizona, you can go hunt. Um, I'm talking more public land, like so yeah. private land and certain like private land's kind of like more. you buy your you buy your ticket. You know, it's like not the real deal. Like you're you're oh, getting after it. You're well, like you a guys, caveman. You guys, you guys down in Texas, you guys down in Texas can shoot over feeders. I, you can I, do all that stuff, I, and like we, said, we don't got uh, the privilege of doing it up here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not let's hey, not be throwing just, Texas under the bus. It ain't Texas. There's no, all types hey, of hey, places. Hey, Texas is great. I love I, I love Texas. I know, I, I know. I'm just saying, Texas. there's those private uh, deer farms. Like the, they're there, all over the world. Everything. I mean, they're all over the we, uh, United States. Oh yeah, trust me. If you want to, if you want to hunt something, you can pay enough money to do it. Anyway. Trust oh yeah, it, it, I, yeah. I've, all... I've 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 heard of a few of them that around here. I'm like, come on, oh yeah, like that doesn't count. I, you guys have some real exotic ranches in Texas. I looked into it one day. I was like, wow, you can get a rare black Impala for twelve thousand dollars. I was tempted. <laughs> I was like, I I'll never go pay that to go hunt. Oop, oop, I love your mentality, honestly. You know. I do like my deer head, but like you said, there's something special about securing the kill and it being at the mercy of your own hands. I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's something special about it. Like, and when I take you and you do it, there's something about, okay, where, where would we go? Like, 
I mean, we can go Colorado. We can go Wyoming. I mean, you want to you want to film in two weeks? We can go up to Minnesota. I mean, but I think you'd love a good September elk hunt in Colorado, win or lose, because September already happened. But I guess we're already we're we're going down to the tail end of the season. I, I told we can you, plan I, ahead. I, I Planning ahead is good. We'll plan for a. I, I, I told you, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. Hunting is literally like a four month segment of the year and kind of starts in August with some stuff, bow hunting and. That's uh, really it. You can't starts August, September. Why is it not during the summer too? Uh, because I mean, it's, it's conservation. We control it. We like, con- like there's biologists and the DNR control everything because you want the, calves if you take a doe you want the calves or fawns to be old enough they can survive without the mom right that's why hunting and conservation we have dialed in when we can hunt how we can do herd and population control and how we can keep having all these great numbers with it it's freaking awesome it's it's all data driven exactly we have it so dialed in like that's so amazing like like and, and it, I love it, honestly. And and you know what's funding it? Hunters, 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 hunters. Hunters are fun, like the thousands of dollars. Right. Like hunters are keeping them know, alive. It was a it was about four hundred bucks for me to get a buck tag in Wyoming this year, and I didn't four, get a buck because of the. You have to pay four hundred after you kill it. No, before. You're, it's like gambling. Oh, oh! So you buy it to put it in your wallet, and maybe you kill one, maybe you don't. Yeah, and you know how many people don't. And oh, it's like, a shitload. And but I'll tell you, it's um, like I said, Wyoming was a hunt I never expected this year. The weather literally was not on our side a single freaking day from the get go. Like we. I'll tell you from the get-go, antelope hunting is my favorite hunting, one of them, because antelope hunting is a much more relaxed, chill hunting. You grab a cooler, you grab, you know, some food, some water, no beverages. You're, you're hanging out. Some tough guy sodas. Yeah, you're hanging out. Tough guy sodas, and you're driving well, not, around. Not around the guns, getting, of course, but, you know. Yeah, not around the guns, of course. But, um, you know, safety you, protocol, which we know our safety protocol. Yeah. If you tag out quick, though, trust me, then you're fucking celebrating the whole day. There you like go. Last year. Oh, it's called tagging out. Last year. Who's tagging, tagging out? out? Who's fucking tagging out, boys? Well, well, well you, you, got your, you got your tag and you check your tag. You clip you out you. once you, you fill it. Clip and, clip and, and rip. And I'll tell you, I absolutely love hunting pronghorns, speed goats. You have that one mounted. They are the fastest land animal in North America. The things are freaking, to see them in the wild is crazy. They are unlike any athlete. The only other animal faster on the planet is a cheetah than an animal. Yeah. Is it, what, what's their like top speed, 50, 40? <laughs> I, I have no idea, but they're chase, like half the time you drive past them, they're racing with the cars with you. Oh yeah, I love it. I've seen videos. I want to see. It's just an antelope, right? Antelope. Those are technically called pr- 
pronghorn. Pronghorn. And if you want to talk about the look, I don't, brother. I'll be honest. I don't know the exact breed of these. Like the exact, you know, you like the shit you know. Like um, if I pointed them all out to you, you knew exactly. You would know the exact thing. Antelope pronghorn. I I know. Well, there's there's a lot of different subspecies of antelope, and those the ones that are in um, America are pronghorn, unless no they've been exotic. Maximum speed sixty one miles an hour. Yeah, I'll tell you, they they're freaks, I, and they can. Are you shitting me? I thought they were not in the sixties. No, they. Uh, I'm telling you, they are the it's, fastest it's, land animal in the world. Yeah, they are absolutely terrifying. <laughs> and I'll tell you, can they fuck you up? I no, probably not. I mean, probably they're pretty. They're smaller, but I will tell you, we hunted like eight hours driving around in a truck trying to get a shot at them. And you got to drive you, in a the, truck. Yeah, I'll tell you, Fords were great. Big Ford guy right here. So. You Buy your Ford stock, fellas. Um, so you drive around, you know, you bring your lunch, and it, it's truck hunting. And, um, you know, some people, you can do it a lot of ways. You can put a blind up by a water hole. We have a way we do it where, you know, we drive about two hours to the zone, back in the middle of nowhere. You're, you're in open country. Oh, yeah. You're trying to get ahead of them in order. You see a herd say they're always like in eight open of them country. To the left, about two hundred yards that way. They're always in open oh, yeah. country. They're, they're they're prairie animals. They like they they don't. So their greatest defense is their sight. They can see for miles. Like I'm telling you, these things are freaks. That they you'll spook them like that. I can't tell you how many times in a single day we try like would hike two three hundred yards with gears with guns. To try and get a shot at them, they hear you or they see you, and you'd like get on the head, edge of the. Their eyes are they, massive. They'd be they'd be gone. Their right. eyes are and like just, the, Their eyes are not oh, not they, like any other species. They're so much larger. They are. Bro, I'm watching the, a video takes, of them. They're insane. Here, I can share my screen to show you what I'm looking at because you. You'll be able to tell me about the science. <laughs> I tell you, I'm still new to it, but oh, you know, this way. you know your shit. Do you see? I this? will tell you. I, I I listen to hunting podcasts and watch hunting videos all day. Yeah, you, is that these are the bastards we're talking about, right? Yeah, those are exactly them. You have one hanging on your wall. And it's absolutely so, so, blast to do. So is that a – that's like a – like if you killed one of those, it would be like, damn, this is an accomplishment. I don't – I yeah. So I've only taken does because out west, what you have to do is buy preference points a lot of the times. Yeah. Essentially what a preference points is it, – it's like you paying your toll. So you, I, I think I pay 40 bucks a year. And I think, and not till your fifth year, you can draw a tag. 
so it's expensive. You basically buy into conservation over and over and over. It increases your chances of drawing a tag. Say like the minimum amount of tags it took to draw an antelope buck in the unit I hunt was yeah. five years. Five. And I, I mean, it's a whole different... It's a whole different game than the Midwest. The best way to say I'm a hunter, I'm a Midwest hunter that's learning Western hunting. I headed West and- um, And it's a whole different ballpark. You know, it's, and I, like, I wish I would have known what I knew. I wish I was more passionate early in my twenties and I could be having some of these sweet zones. And it's, it's, it's crazy. We're gonna have to talk about getting you buying preference points because you can hunt everywhere, but like, if you want to get into, I want the experience. One of those zones where you have a. T- I want to get in yeah, the zone. Trust I want, me, I, I want to get in the zone. I want to be very clear about that. When we'd go, like, I want it. I want it to be intense. Well, I mean, it just depends. You gotta, you gotta prepare because I want it to be a good time. But I, I want it to be like one that I always remember for the rest of my life. Like, and an archery hunt normally does that, but uh, I'll tell you, like, I, I just I'll tell you right now, Wyoming, me and archery don't mix. I gotta, I just, well, it's, we'll, it, we'll get you a rifle, man. Yeah, throw me a gun. I'll be good. I we we can do that. Uh, <laughs> Is that scummy though? Like, if there's when everyone's bowing. There's just like the one guy in the back with the gun. No, 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 no. Archery has such an open window before you. Archery starts like a month and a month and a half or longer before oh, you. Oh shit! And Arch- everyone's yeah. everyone sticks to the protocol. I'm just saying, you could end up like me this year, where. Or what happens if last you hunt year during the wrong shit? Like wrong weather? No, no, no. Or, not or le- not the season. You're, you're poaching. You're a poacher. You're, po- you're a poacher. So what happened? What, they can I, take you. They can take you in. Lock you up. Right? I fucked you. They'll fuck you up. It, it's like it's like D-dubbing. Oh, it's, it's D-dubbing. Like D-dubbing. Okay. okay. Take your car. You don't want to D-dub. They'll take your stuff. Yeah. They'll find the hell out of you. You might not be allowed to hunt for like two years like though they can ban you from hunting they can do all types of like stuff. it's it's they can, they'll throw the book at oh they that's the best way to say it what do most people get away with though what animal i think like in texas I mean, anyone can kill a hog at any time due to overpopulation well they're in, yeah they're invasive spe- no there's invasive species and there's some units that get overrun like i remember growing up at a time I got a suburban license for deer because deers deer were overrunning the suburban area. So I was able to hunt deer like. Oh, so like, it was like you know, encouraged. <laughs> yeah, because, well, here, here's your option. You either let people buy in to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, you pay, you pay a ranger who just comes in and starts shooting. You know, and that's 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 why is, population control hunter. Why does he get all the farm? It's it's great. You know. Yeah, I mean that well, ain't the right way to yeah, do it. I, you gotta let the people. I just do it. think there's enough people. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta I mean, let the people do it. Petey, 
I'm going to tell you right now, though, if we go antelope hunting next year, I will um, tell I'd you. I'd love to go. Like, tell, tell me, like, where you'd like to go. I'll start kind of looking into it. Maybe look at antelope hunting. Where do you go? Where Where do you go antelope hunting? You 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 can answer. So it's all about where you can go for cheap and where you can go for preference points. Where do you in like Wyoming? Going? Wyoming is one of the best Western states for antelope hunting because for a doe fawn tag is only thirty nine bucks. Oh, so you can that that's how great that's a. Oh, I mean, but you go to Colorado and you're you're paying like two fifty for it. So, uh, like every state's different. Wyoming just has so freaking many of them. There's antelope everywhere. All I saw was antelope this year. I saw thousands of antelope, maybe millions. I don't know. Did you get? Did y'all have a good, successful hunt? But I'll tell you to get a shot at one. Yeah. Our, our group harvested six antelope this year. I will tell you, though, harvested. everyone will say in my group that harvested we freaking worked animal. harder. Harvested, yes. I love it. That's 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 <laughs> uh, that's impressive. We worked. Don't fucking work your ass. We off worked there, harder right? for an. I'll tell you, after last year, antelope in my mind was an easy hunt. It was like a social, enjoyable one. You truck on. This year, we had thir- almost thirty mile an hour winds. So, like. To yes. shoot in a crosswind, it changes everything because it well, can throw your bullet off different direction. Oh yeah, we have been, especially like while said, you're while you're, um, you know, moving in a truck. If y'all were, uh, <laughs> were y'all Pete, moving? I, Pete, we were driving in truck, and in the yeah. zone, we finally spotted a group. And we spooked it off. And I just grabbed my gun and I started running after it. Because I watched them run one hill. So they're running these hills. So I run like 300 yards. I'm like, they got to be over this ledge. They got to be over this ridge. They got to be over this ridge. I was like, there's no way they're not. I'm like no telling way. myself this because it's getting to the end of the day. Yeah, I'm sweaty. I'm hot. I'm exhausted. You're getting the Let kill. Alone the terrain. Uh, I'll tell you, I earned my meat. Yes. Freaking! I start crawling. I can't tell you how many cactus I pulled out of my arm and hands because you're like crawling on all fours because you got to get down. Finally, after eight hours of on two different days of going full blast all day, I get a shot at one. I harvest one. Problem is, it's all great. You shoot it like that, then you're like, okay, now I got to drag something 300 yards out of there. Yeah, but I will tell you, it is. Like if the build the the build up to it all is something else because it's all about the journey, you know. I feel like that's what I feel like. The adren- the the adrenaline. I I can't describe it because you get this adrenaline rush like you've never felt before, and it's not because I want to kill something. It's not like that. It's never about like hunting. To me, is never about the kill. It's never about the end game. It's like about the process that went through it. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many times that day I was ready to throw in the towel. We did something wrong. I knew how we messed up over and over and over. It's like your hard work, your preparation, your patience pays off. And you're just like, 
Absolutely. Filling that tag, checking that tag. I'm telling you, you check that, that tag and it's tag like, it up. Oh, and then you get to, then we get them up home and we get them hanging. And I'll tell you, we do it all though. We, you know, we hang them, we clean them. You know, an easy way to do it is to take it to a butcher. I used to take it to a butcher right away, but now I've decided to learn how to that's like, kind of butcher that's on my respect. own. I'll tell you that, Hoop. I, I, you can I, do I've that. A hobby. That's a manly shit. Oh, I, um, I've gotten the process of butchering. We, like, I should say, we have my, the people I home. we, we butcher. We, I mean, you got to know how to do I, it. Like I said, I, I'll, I'll tell you, like, sometimes it goes really easy, but like the antelope I shot this year was a lot bigger than a lot of other years. So like the muscles all seemed a lot bigger. And I was like, which is which, I mean, you're, you know, you, 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 you got your neck meat, you got your front shoulders, you got your back hinds, you got your back straps, you got your tenderloins. And it's like knowing how to butcher it all down, wrap it up, all wrap it. And then yeah. you take your trim and your grounds, like there's always pieces of meat. And then we take our trim and we take our ground and then we turn and, uh, we can actually turn that into smoked summer sausage. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my it's, God. It's, that's that's it's amazing. A it's a, it's a savage life. You got me hungry, brother. I will tell you there's nothing. You got me hungry, like, damn it. It's. <clears throat> and, and tell you the truth, that hard antelope hunting was probably the easiest part of freaking Wyoming. Because it yeah. was 70, it was hot and windy, and that's fine. I can deal with that. So opener started on a freaking 15th. And I, 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 let, me, let me have a drink before I go through this P, uh -huh. PTSD story of the freaking hunting season. Yeah, I, I have a drink, brother. Hey, cheers. Uh, cheers to a good night. You got to get her close to the – there you go. Um, I usually tap it against it. Hold on, let me let me show you. Let, let me show you right here, Ducks Unlimited. Brother, tell me more about Ducks Unlimited. Absolutely love them. We'll, we'll get. Trust me, we can dive deep into freaking Ducks Unlimited. No, I know you. Know, um, you know it all. I feel like we should get into the Wyoming story, though. I'm, we, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I feel I'm, like we I'm need ready. to get into the shit storm. Oh, shit storms have ruined. Oh. Like Do you need to take a piss? Please, I will. I will tell you. Put it towards the mic, fine. I'll put you as the first donor. I would I, love I that. I will. I Trust love me. You'll get the momentum you're, going. What? What's your freaking Venmo again? I was just trying to find. Hope. It. Hope. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But hey, I, I I'm just saying. Even your guests can come in and just be fans, like. I love what you're doing. I can't help it. Like it's. Thank you, brother. All right. I mean, you know that means a lot. I'd to buy me in because there's I, I'd okay. That's what matters to me. That's what matters to me. I just want you know I like. I don't need a shitload of fans. I don't care about that as long as I got my <laughs> my, you know. The, the, oh, yeah. the family that 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 enjoys it. 
that tunes in when they're having a drink. <laughs> and and when they do, they have a chuckle. And hey, they hey, also Pete, have a drink. Pete, Pete, I just want you to know I'm on your freaking team. I'm on your team, Hoop. I'm on your team. If there was anyone more on your team, I don't know who they'd be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm on, I'm on Hoop's team. I'm on Hooper's <laughs> team. I signed up for um, it. I swear, I, I put my name on the list. I'm on Hoop's freaking, team. I put it down I, the YMCA. I, 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 I battled the bourbon streets with you. Oh, what a time. <laughs> God, I... Man of the fanny pack. Where, Brother, do you know that you, I still wear it every day? The, is that the hard you know rock that? fanny pack? No, is not that. that hard I don't wear that one anymore. You can't wear that one every day. That's like, that's aggressive. But I wear, oh, strapped onto the back of this, but I wear a black Adidas fanny pack everywhere since, since that trip. I've worn one every day after it. I shit you not. Ask anyone. It has changed my life. Changed my life. Fanny Pack Nation. You never have to have anything in your pockets. You never have to have the restraint of having anything in your pockets, which is big when you got meat sticks. Well, let's call them. Athletic we, we, quads and hamstrings that make it hard to fit. We, we get we get venison sticks around here, and I'll send oh, you a batch yeah. if I get some. You'll oh. freaking love them. I I, I promise you, I will get you enough wild game this year that you're gonna freaking be thirsting to freaking come. But who, where, where would be best for me to go? Wyoming's rough, brother. What's our second Colorado. best option? Colorado. We just got to pay a lot to tag. Yeah. Two fifty a kill. It depends what you want. Oh, oh! If we get like a big boy, it's more, right? Oh yeah, you're like 700, 800. Do they do it by like how do they? What's the scale? Spe- species they do weight. A- or no, they do it by they do it by species and then male or female or fawn, doe fawn. Like and then, and then uh weight cow calf. Uh nothing to do with it. Oh shit, so, so you, you get can, a fat boy is the same price as getting the anorexic baby. So the no, because the cows is so for elk. So you're looking at a cow or calf for cheaper than a bull. Yeah. But I mean, ne- like put it this way: next year when I have landowner and Colorado tags, they'll be fifty bucks each. But out of state, they're like, they're like oh, seven hundred or so. No way! Wow. So, so a lot of western. Well, no, most western states make a lot of their money off of um, out of state tags. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I didn't so know Colorado I, I had that much of an advantage. Uh, well, no. If you're a resident anywhere, it's like you hunt for nothing. Your yeah. state makes your state makes money out of out of state hunters. Like South Dakota, people go to South Dakota for pheasant hunting, 
it's like South uh, pheasant hunting capital world. And I mean, it's not cheap. You're paying money to like a hundred bucks to hunt three days for pheasant. Yeah. For a bird. A bird. A and bird I in the love, air. I freaking love pheasant hunting, but it's nothing. It compares nothing. Put it this way. The amount of like mental preparation I went into planning my, the Wyoming hunt this year, like what I wanted out of it. First, what shit. I got out of it is completely right. different. You game player. Oh, yeah. It's tactical. Very. There is a guy I want you to write down and look up because he is a freaking evil genius when it comes to hunting gear preparation. And his name is evil John genius or just a smart one? John. John what? John what? B A R T. B A R K L O W. K L O W. Barclaw. So, so I told you I, I hunt Sidka gear, and this guy is actually the head of Big Game, uh, the Big Game series of their brand, and he is he trains he he actually trains Navy SEALs to be mountaineers and how to deal with like worst case environments with all hunting the guy is like a mastermind when it comes to crisis this crisis this everything like the guy is a good hunter because he knows how to be out there and be where you need to be longer than anywhere else the guy is a freaking he is like there's there's hunters who hunt who get out there and know how to track terrain this guy is just like a mountaineer bonkers where hunting is just a byproduct yeah. And I, I, I'll tell you, I, when I built my layering system and to go out to Wyoming this year and hunt, yeah. I took a lot of what this guy was preaching. He'll never tell you what to buy, but he'll tell you what your goal should be with your system. And what they call a hunting gear is a system. And it's, it's like it's starts with your base layers, moves your. Yeah. I, trust me, this guy, he hit. His goal was to test every bit of equipment for all these Navy SEALs and military grades for mountaineer and extreme conditions in Alaska. Like he was literally. What a job. You know, if you found yourself. What a job. Dude, this guy. so, So basically how he would train these Navy SEALs. Yeah. Long story short, I I, I, I like I want to hear guy. No, I want to hear to hear him talk. I'm a huge fanboy. I I'm already a fan so boy. the way he would essentially do it is to get Navy SEALs because at the end of the day, the way he would prepare people is say, hey, if you end up falling in a river, falling in a bed of water, it's freezing cold out. You don't can't make a fire. You can't do this. What? He is like the coin of the rewarming. He's a guy who knows what his philosophy was teach you to teach you, you know, how to rewarm to how to use your layering system to dry your interior later layers to push moisture all the way out in order to survive in that environment. Because literally he he trained our Navy SEALs. He trained literally Navy SEALs. 
I, I'm telling you, the guy's a mastermind. And I, I'll tell you, I, I know you love to follow this stuff. No John Barclow. Oh, this yeah. Stuff. He is I the, want to learn. I'm getting pre prepared oh, for, he, he, for a hunt. He, dude, he, I, I'll tell you, I've been trying to follow his stuff. And um, he designs a lot of the products that the company I use yeah. for my clothing system buy. And, and that what, oh, what yeah. I'm trying to get to is this guy literally – and, I, and if you if people want to look up how cool this guy is, is look up rewarming drill because he knows how to make Navy seals sit in the water for 12 minutes in open water in Alaska in the middle of winter to train you how to rewarm your body, to use your layering systems in order to dry yourself, in order to just like sustain and survivability. It's just mind blowing. Rewarming. But he break, I, yeah, rewarming drill. You should look it up, and it's and and it's honestly like worst case hunting situation type. Survive like a Navy SEAL. It's, I preserve me a drill with Sitka. Sitka, yeah. you're 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 hot. It's that's a fucking guy. Sitka, right here. I told you this. Stuff, this is the guy. Their newest is, product. Yeah, this stuff. I'm telling you, it's 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 amazing. But that guy's involved. I, I told you, I I, I I I wouldn't tell you against a guy till you hear him talking. He won't ever tell you exactly what to do, exactly what to wear, because he literally will tell you. The Here's my guy? idea. Oh shit! Let me share it with you. Can you hear me? Who? You'll see him. Did you just switch? He's your the audience? first guy in the picture. Hoop, did you switch your audio? It sounds good. Um, no, my audio should still be going through. It's still going through. Everything's still perfect, AirPods, brother. But... Oh, everything's still perfect, brother. You're good. You don't need to do anything. Oh, yeah. So it's, he, it's just because I'm he pulled up that... I think this is it. Yeah, 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 huh? yeah. yeah. Well, we don't watch the whole thing, but I want to see these guys it's, going up. It's, show, it's, show, it's showing me your desktop right now. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and his whole thing is how to survive. It's surviving without fire. It's what you can do without making a fire, if fire or not. And it's like. No fire involved. Um, it's like, and I can't. Yeah, and I and it's using your sleeping bag, using everything you have in order to do it. And I'm telling you, it's crazy. And I mean, your body goes from shock to you know rewarmed. I mean, here it is. He'll, he'll tell you straight up, don't do it. It's not smart. Which one is he? You got left or right? <laughs> the older guy, because he's he's an old guy. So that it's guy left. Yeah, no, he's the guy with the hair on the left. He's got hair, okay. Drill with the, yeah. I mean, but here's the importance of why I like this guy and why I use his products is because it sums up my Wyoming experience this year. Last year, we were like 75 degrees during the day, dry at, you know, just cold and dry at night. Yeah. This year, you know, we got six inches of snow opening day. It snowed the first three days. 
every Damn. day at night. This guy puts on his shit quick. Dude, he is uh Friend. I I Oh, he slipped. Jacket was on fast. I mean he is I, I'm telling you, the guy is a mastermind when it comes to this stuff. I I love it. Like why on earth he trains our seals? To... We need guys like him. Yeah, so it's it's the guy training your seals, creating your hunting clothing to prepare you for I mean, like I said, Wyoming, we were at the elements this year. We we got our butts kicked this year. And I, I'm so uh, glad. I know. I remember talking says, to you. Y'all were, y'all were in it. You know, I, I, I think we talked when I was alone on the mountain. You were in the wild. Can you hear me? Mic check. And yeah. I, uh, oh, there you are. Oh, yeah. I can hear you. Um, Isn't this video pretty wild? These guys are nuts. I love them. They're even they're even setting up a tent in it. Yeah. And this is like they're they're this is cold as shit. Oh yeah. This is like freezing. This like, is not Pete, a good this we, is not a good time. Pete, let me tell you, our brains would shut down like like that's what they're not showing is how mentally tough they also are. Um, because what they're going to do is get in their sleeping bags and then they're going to start drinking warm liquids and rehydrated chili is normally what he uses for this drill. So it's about getting warm food, warm, like, the, trust me. It's all, about, love, it's all about temperature and calculation and statistical yeah, and the layers and the density of the, the fabric and shit. If you watch in the video... They, he yeah. doesn't allow them to have the tent pre-set up. He makes them set the tent up cold. I like that. That's intense. Because it's like worst case situation, say we're up in the mountains, it's snowing, we fall in a creek, you get soaked. I yep. mean, he's teaching you how to bake yourself and use your own body heat. To yeah, that guy's still, the other guy's still dicking around. The other guy couldn't get in his bag. Is that what happens? You can't, you, I mean, you, you lose your, you can't think straight. Oh, no, he eventually gets in it. But, I mean, the guy is, uh, he's, he's awesome. And I'll tell you that. And there's a lot of big names in the industry. And I, I'm just a fan of this guy. I think he is. I'm a fan uh, as like, well. With there's something to be said about having this ability, you know? Dude, like that's rewarming that's, that's like inhumane. Now look, they're zipping down layers, working their way out. I mean, it's and now you're hunting again. This is the guy that you want training our United States Navy SEALs. And when it comes to I, cold water, I told you I'm extremely biased, but within two hours they're dry and moving again. And that's pretty impressive. You go from your worst, worst life situation in the mountains to being ready to hunt again within two hours. That's pretty impressive. He's laughing. This guy's a man. Yeah, I, 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 
<laughs> I'll tell you, some not not all men are created equal. He is. Uh, they're they're not, brother. But well, they 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 are created equal. But this guy's an insaniac. <laughs> we'll put it out. I'll tell you, I don't know if I could handle that drill. I grew oh, up. Oh yeah, in I, I would definitely be pissed. I I'm freaking polar bear and I I, of... I wouldn't be doing. They've gone farther than I would have. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I forget which part of the last games, and I think he was in Cope something. Is it was he in Cope? Uh, where is it? But if you if you're pulling up that rewarming drill, you see those Navy SEALs, and it literally looks like ice cold mountain water. That well, looks and he so made, painful. And he makes them stay in it for 12 minutes and constantly dunk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and these these are photos from the Department of Defense. You've got some of them? Well, if you pull up the Sidco website and you go to the the dark room, it's called, or the dark room and Navy SEAL rewarming drill. Is it still show? It's is it on me or the uh, screen? It's on you. Go search. Uh, just search. Just search John Barklow rewarming. Roger. I got it, brother. I think it's about that time in the Ham Planet podcast for a famous tradition, which is the "Would you rather" questions. Oh, I am all for the "Would Would you rather" questions. Good, brother. We've had quite some insane questions, and eighty-one percent of the questions answered. I've agreed with the person who was answering. So, I mean, that statistic doesn't necessarily matter at all, but I We're like making a dent. By the way, we made a goal to finish it. I don't know if it's going to happen. Dinsky Bardownski. <laughs> Let's let him roll. Oh. And there are two rules. You gotta, or no, number one. Well, okay, yes. Number two is technically you've got to answer the question, but number one is there's nothing uh, like anything outside of the question is just up for interpretation. Like, I can't decide if if it's an alien or if it's a a black bear. You know. Okay. You know. Let's, you get, let's you go get, deep into it. Okay. Good. Love to hear it. JJ Hoops, the legend. Would you rather be infamous in history books or be forgotten after your death? That's tough. Oh, I mean, that, that's that, that, that's easy. I go with. Uh, <clears throat> Leonidas on us, remember me. Hell yes. 
you know, you, you think about it, you know. Being I, forgotten, I, like, I mean, infamous is up for interpretation. You know. So, I mean, depends on what side I, you're I, on. The, the, deep, the deepness to it is, will I do anything truly memorable to be remembered? I don't know, but... It's like one of your yeah, goals. Yeah, that's how that's how I'm looking it, at it. it. It's like yeah, you want to leave your you're, legacy. You're 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 always chasing greatness, and I think that's uh, really important. You know, you should always constantly chase greatness. You know, you'll have your ups, your downs, you'll peak here and there, but I think you can always constantly throughout your life keep on doing something for chasing that infamous, that memorable situation. And you should never say, "Oh, hey, my life ended right here. These were the best years." It's like. No, you can keep on doing that till the day you die. Couldn't have said it better myself, Hooper. I love that. All right, Absolutely Hooper. love it. Question number two. Would you rather be one of the world's leading experts in a single field or be the most well-rounded and versatile person in the entire world? Easy. Versatile. I'm a jack of all trades. You got to be able to adapt. I, 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 if I would rather be good at a lot of things than really good at just one. Yeah, I mean, that's ideal. I, you know, I, some people, and, and that's not to discredit anyone who's, uh, you know, the, the best freaking of anything. I just am someone. I naturally, I have my ADD so bad. I'm always like, oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. And so I, I have, t- I have too many little hobbies to freaking ever care about being the best at freaking something. Brother, I, I can relate. I hope, would you, would you rather have the world's greatest imagination or have photographic memory for the rest of your life. I already do have photographic memory, and it's great, bro. You already have it. Where'd you get it? Best Buy? How much? No, I, 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 my photo. I just have pretty decent photographic memory. I, I wouldn't say it's the best, but uh, it's very convenient. It's helped me in a lot of Bluetooth situations. compatible. Yeah, Bluetooth compatible, Wi-Fi okay, compatible. Oh, I'll, shit. I'll send you all the deets. Give, give, me the, uh, give me the link. Give me the link. Show me the link. Well, nah, I wouldn't say I have complete photographic memory, but I, I, I swear to God, I can look, see something once, and I can, like, I can guide it. I can navigate it and everything. Yeah. Hope. I believe it. I believe it, brother. It's, it's weird, I'll tell you. I, you know, direction-wise, I can always get his back. I, I can recognize. I just one of those people. I love it. I mean, if there's anyone who would say something like that with confidence, and I believe him, definitely, definitely you, bro. <laughs> All right, next one. Hoop. One sec here, looking looking through my list.
right, here's a good one. You ready, Hoop? Yeah. JJ Hooper, would you rather live to 100 years old or live to 500 years old? To me, I'm going to go ahead and answer that on my end. 500. That's insane. That's a record. I, yeah, I it'd be tough. I mean. It'd be painful. It'd be, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what it would be because no one's ever done it. I'm, I, I almost love the hundred though. Short and sweet. The hundreds. Great. Oh, I, I, the painful part about uh, 500 is you watch. Yeah. Oh, you want to come up? Come up. Whoa, this is me there and the lady's beautiful pup. I know, brother. That's a good pupper. And there he goes. I now. love your dog. That's all good. I still hear you. You still got one. <laughs> Did you not both air pods I still hear you loud and clear. Oh, earpods secured. Next, oh, next yeah, question. Fuck. Who? Oh. Are you ready to fire off some would you rather's, Hoopy? Yeah. All right, well, here we go. Would you rather be able to run at 100 miles per hour? Sorry. <laughs> JJ Hoops, would you rather be able to run at 100 miles an hour or fly at 10 miles an hour? Fly. Flying is nuts. Yeah, I'm fast enough. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, like I'm kicking the pop out of the room, dude. Flying, oh, though, I like. I mean, it's, hard to, you, you, it's hard to be flying. Like, don't get me wrong; it'd be great to run really fast, but like, at the end of the day, you can't be. You can't. You, well, like flying is flying is extraterrestrial. Yeah, you know, even if you're flying slow, it's. Right. Would you rather take an elevator or would you just like to go up to the top of the building? I'd rather just go to the top of the building. You, you never have point. to be in a crowded elevator with someone. Elevators That's can get pretty greasy. Hey, All right, what over. if that, you know... Yeah. I agree. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Would you rather Would you rather live the rest of your life from this moment forward in an amusement park or in a zoo? Um, a zoo. I like animals more than people. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. 
I'm not a big fan of amusement parks. I, I, I don't know. I go there for the food. I'll do the roller coasters yeah, like, don't if one of my boys wants to do one. But I'm like, I'm here for the food and the beer. Oh, I'm just thinking long term. Like, I, love, survival. I, I would go to amusement park. No, I'm just thinking about hanging out. Like, if, if you're the rest of your life, I'd rather, like, try and connect with animals on a level we never had before. Say so you find a way to bond, you know, connect with this animal. First, you get on like you're dealing with Geographic. some screaming kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a you know, very valid point. Think if you found a way to make a bond with the gorillas enough to walk into the gorillas exhibit and they don't speak their, you into the ground. That's pretty. You speak their language. <laughs> Yeah, sort of, sort of, sort of freaking. I think I could. I'd, I'd get walk out. I'd get along. Imagine being able. Imagine that a lion comes and greets you. I think that's so much cool. You know, like you're like you don't got to make it, but it like just wants to come like greet you. That that king, would be king of the jungle. JJ Hooper. <laughs> jungle Book. Jungle Book, baby. All right, who? Would you – I just had it. There it was. Would you rather let people – oh, not that one. Um, I always try and get the craziest ones. Ask me something crazy. Throw it at me. That's what I'm getting to. Man, I've I've read a lot of what you've <laughs> in these past this past year. They're great. I love them. All right, who? What what is your fa- what is your favorite? Would you rather? I've got the most insane one that I asked, which probably is my favorite. It is. It it has a clear answer though, but it's a funny question. And I'll ask it to you, Hoop. Would you rather be followed around by a stalker dressed in a bunny outfit that is a lethal killer? Or have schizophrenic visions of a clown being in the corner watching you in every room that you walk into for the rest of your life. Bunny. Would, bunny costume. Bunny. I'm taking the bunny. Yep. I, I, I don't want to deal with that. I, clown, the I, clown I, thing I, is not a good thing. Not a good, I, not a good yeah. time. <laughs> I'd rather just get shot by the bunny and it be over with <laughs> than be torn. <laughs> Ain't no way I'm doing that clown shit. Just taken out. Done over. No, sorry. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. 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 Hell no with the clown. Uh, I do Petey, not like clowns. I, Petey, I literally can't wait to get you on a hunt, though, because it's... It's got to be will a tell time you, and a half. You know, I, I could tell you what temperatures to be prepared for. 
and yeah. you bring a lot of warm stuff, and it might be seventy. Well, you know, my dad's a mountaineer, so I, my dad's. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this. He's solo Denali. I, I I know that I, when I met your dad, I got picked his brain that day when we were dropping Sammy oh, yeah, off at my place because it's when he I loves it was it. When, he's so he's excited to listen to the episode. Oh well, he uh, he's huge mountain man. Like what you. Are you guys were, he, isn't he climbed every fourteener in Colorado? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's and right. His biggest thing really though is summiting Denali solo. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to grasp more people on like a basic understanding before like they go to the big like Denali, holy crap, Den- dude. Yeah. Denali, he was up there, so he tried it twice, and the first time he tried, he went with a group like a experienced mountaineering group, and they got up to seven <sighs> uh, seventeen five. This is Alaska. It's yeah nuts. This is the biggest mountain in North America. They got 17.5 and they had avalanches and all types of mountain shit. Honestly, crevasses, the whole nine yards had to get out. But then he was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to climb that mountain. So he went by himself two years later and he summited it on his own. And he was the first guy from Texas that they have on books who summited it by himself. You know what I think the most badass part about that is? Yeah. It's. I respect it so much. It's most people will desensitize how high Denali is because they've never climbed 12,000, 13,000, or 14 feet. Right. Like 14,000. 14,000 is not easy. No, 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 no! It's not. It, it's like the entry. It's, Trust me, a lot it's of people, hard. Oh, it's it's really hard. I mean, it's a some bitch. people would say it's easy. I I'm not the best mountaineer. I'll never tell you I am. I like I Bro, work but my we ass are out. we are athletes. Like for us, if it's, I mean, not, I am telling you, it's if you if come in from out of us, state, yeah, it's it's fucking hard for. Anyway. You, you 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 come in from out of state. You can't breathe. You're trying to do it. You think you prepare. Your, body's, your just, body your body is not sensitized. Ele- elevation is a crazy thing, and the fact that your dad did it as well as it is is like blows my mind. I remember meeting him, and that's I just he's a good he's a good when man. when when I when I heard he climbed every single fourteener in Colorado, like I was kind of like God. That's I mean, but like. For what he has climbed, it seems like nothing. It's just like Bro, that for, guy. For, 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 him, for him, for him, it was just really out of like love for love for the mountains. Like it's great. Like it sounds. I don't know, but you get it. Like he oh, just he says it. he says like the that feeling you get that high, so to speak, that you get when you're on top of a mountain. It's like. You know, you're you're at like they say in songs, yell it from the mountaintop, or you know, I feel like I'm high on the mountains or whatever. Imagine actually being think, on the mountain on the top, that's how it feels. I mean, I've never been the, I've the, only done fourteen. Okay, so the best way to put it is even on 14ers is 
that you're standing where somewhere that you know million of people will never stand. Billions. Billions. Yeah. I I it's and I'll tell you, I'm not a good hiker. I'm not a good mountaineer. I mean, if it wasn't for hunting, not, I would never have you're an athlete. Some days, I'm telling you, the mountain is the most ruthless freaking thing. You you can't freaking cheat. You like the mountain will. You can't. You can't. You can't go to war with. Let, let, let me let me throw this out away. Another a workout guy will understand it. It's the mountain. It's like the mountain will plan your workout plan for the week, and it might throw leg day at you five fucking days in a row. Oh yeah. And that's and that the might, best way to. Then it might throw it's, like it's, twenty chest hits. That's that's what I'm saying. You might and you might spend all year preparing for those five leg days in a row, and it's like this this ain't what we're doing. Like that's what my hunting year was like this year. <laughs> I prepared. You wake up every morning. It's like you're not choosing the workout today. It's like it's it's literally Mother Nature's it's, calling the shots. You you and you got to show up. And it's like the most frustrating thing you can ever experience because I was so thought, Petey, I, 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 fucking, I, I thought I knew, I thought I had it all in my control this year. I, and I, I mean, I know. You're you working your ass off. I, 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 I talked to you before, even before hunting. No, I was like, we've been talking for about it for months. Yeah, I know. You were giving me a whole game plan. I loved it. I, and, and, and it. And literally, it threw it at me and said, Hey, we're not doing anything you're ready for. Throw your plan out the door, get ready for next year. And at the end of the day, I, it, it beat me. And trust me, I, I know how to take the loss, but oh, I will I tell you. you, I freaking walked away from it being so much more prepared for next year. Because trust me, it never defeats you. You take a loss, but it's just like you got to smile back. At it's it. a gro- it's like, a every loss is a win if you view it as a learning opportunity to get stronger and better. I, I I'm telling you, I am so dialed in on that. Like it's That's not my, even. Oh yeah. Oh, and I, I Pete, I'm telling you, when it's the mountain, it's something completely different because like your losses oh, are so know, obvious. Man. Like you're gonna I be like, ima- okay. I, I, I mean, I I don't know, but I know it's different. I, I'm telling you, you're gonna be filming. You're gonna be like, okay, didn't need this, didn't need this. I'm carrying around these extra ten pounds, and by the end of four days, I am gonna be feeling it. You're, yeah. It's gonna it, it's gonna be this perfect balance of what did I need and worse. Like you go into it being like, I need this, 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 and this, and then you're gonna be like. Okay, you know, I really don't need this. I really this, brought this. all the wrong shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Nature flips I, me upside you. down, left, right, every direction. It, put it put it this way. If it was two years ago, I wouldn't even have been hunting because I didn't bring any warm clothes. Like, I bought a warm jacket that I almost didn't buy, the one I showed you. And it's that because I knew I was late, and I, it's I was late season elk hunting here. Now I was yeah. like, "There's no way." I was like, "There's no way Wyoming will be cold in October." Oh, what were, yeah. what were you thinking? 
yeah, what was I thinking? Like I know the mountain, like I know fucking anything. And I'm telling you, it's more like that. Oh, you, you literally. I mean, I, I mean, I, I that that's that's not like unreasonable. I mean, that no, that no. jacket you have there is massive. That's like for negative fifty. I wish it, it's warm, but trust me, when you're in the wind and everything, the mountain, the you mountain need will tell you. Than that. You need wind blocker on top of it. You essentially need your barriers, your warmth, and then a wind block. Yeah. My dad's got all that crazy shit, man. When I was a kid, like watching him like get it all together, I would be like just blown away because he'd be like explaining to me, Petey, this is this is a pickaxe. I use this to to slam it into the ice and to pull myself up when I'm climbing up an ice shelf. And I would just be like, nice. <laughs> Can you hear me? Telling you, I think your dad would really like yeah, John Barclow. Because, I got John Barclow down. Yeah, I can hear you. I told you, I think your dad would like him because your dad being a mountaineer, he'll like be like, he'll look at it and he'll probably look at his, your dad is one of those guys who can probably break down his clothing system and understand like, Oh, what my dad, my dad, yeah. my dad is just like that guy. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying is I, I think he'll actually really like what that guy does and everything because he's oh, such an expert in his field and the product shows it. Oh, I, that's why I ripped down everything you told like, me, Hoop, because I know my dad's going to love everything you told me tonight. <laughs> He's going to be all over it. He, it's, it's, I mean, I told uh, him we're doing a, our podcast tonight, and he was fired up. Dude, love that. Absolutely love it. You know, he loves it. Ducks, he, Ducks Unlimited. <laughs> Shout out Ducks Unlimited. This episode is brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. DucksUnlimited.com. Check them out. If you don't go to Ducks Unlimited, you're not a duck, and you're not unlimited. Ducks Unlimited. 1-800-DUCKS-UNLIMITED. You need your, Ducks ducksunlimited.com hell of an organization hell of a hell of a website i love their website very well put together. i, I, I love how you and a good company digging, i love a good, a good organization saving the ducks before we even start to get done ducks unlimited ducks unlimited, ducks unlimited is, is an amazing program honestly i think ducks unlimited rocky mountain elk foundation and Pheasants Forever. And there's more. And there's... Ducks Unlimited. Pheasants Forever. What was the second? Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, these three organizations, they mean a lot to Hooper. And if you're enjoying this podcast, you're probably a good person. We're, we're good people. I think it's fair to say that. And if you're a good person and you like good organizations... Suggested to you by good people. Go, go do what you can. Ferda, Ferda cause. Um, All right, honestly, so 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 the which one, which one's your favorite? I'm curious. Or which one are you most attached to? Ducks. I'll tell I'll tell you. It's, it, it goes back to my roots. I I want to do my What's most roots? with. It's Pheasants Forever and then Ducks Unlimited Easy. It's the first two things I got into as a kid. And I I, I, I want to find a 
Huh? What do they do? I mean, it, they're they're essentially the simplest simplest uh, summary of them is they're both conservation of duck and duck prevented land or protected ah, lands. So they and use like sci science yeah. and science and math to calculate life and calculate uh, travel. They, they do it all. They, they, they buy, the they buy up more land to make you know you know, protected wildlife habitats. reserves. Yeah, sure. habitats. They, they do that because honestly, Save before birds, I even got, before, before I got to big game hunting, pheasant yeah. hunting is what like kind of popped my cherry with it all, you know, got me into it. Oh, sure. I thought that was, I thought it was really cool. I didn't know, like, I'm telling you, it all started there. And I feel like I'm Michael this year, but by the end of the year is to get involved with a chapter. And honestly, my biggest goal with it all is trying, yeah. you know, it, it, it's volunteering time to get kids who might not have, you know, inner city, this or that family. They don't, don't have, have that. People who want, and I, I love they don't have that help. opportunity. You know, just anyone, just any kid who doesn't have the opportunity as a parent who knows how, and it might be, you know, getting a father and son in, and it's, I, I would love to volunteer my time. See that, that's the sell, that's, well, not even the selling point. That's where, that's when it's special, you know, like when your dad, a father and a, a father and a son going shooting together. Yeah. Like that's special. And I, I mean, and I, 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 I want to, maybe that's my opinion. Yeah. Maybe that's my opinion, but you know, I feel like that's special. I want to go shoot with my dad. I haven't shot with my dad. My dad's not a shooting man, but I, I will. I if I have a son one day, I already got a great daughter. I'm good for now, ladies. But <laughs> if I have a son down the road, I would say I would I would also say that you should get your daughter involved. I would say, oh your no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. She's in. Don't, don't, yeah. don't you worry, brother. She's, I'm, she's. I'm, I'm all for the women shooting. I, I think oh, women shooting and hunting is the best thing possible. Brother, she, she, she's gonna love it, and she's gonna be my Hattie, my daughter. She's very girly, but she's an athlete. Like, love that. She, we literally went to a, a place in Texas. It was called White, White Chalk uh, State Park, something, something along those lines. This was literally a valley in Texas. Like, I'm talking big valley. Like, there's a massive lake also within this valley. So it's rugged terrain. <laughs> and I, I took Hattie there to show her the waterfalls. And she, we're jumping around the waterfalls, which I'm, yeah, I jump around. I jump around waterfalls all day. Brother, she, after we jumped around on the waterfalls, she wanted to go up the mountain. She went all the way off trail, which I was going with her, but still, like, we were holding on to tree branches like this so we didn't fall. 
You know? Like, oh, she's ready. Oh, oh, she she's a, she's an athlete. And like also my mom was there. I forgot to mention that. So my mom is like Love your mom. mom. Your my mom. mom is a my mom is in great shape for for her age. I mean she is an athlete. She, she looks she looks 20 years younger than she is. And she's in that type of shape because she takes that great care of herself. Like Sadie Sadie takes care of herself. And Hattie is climbing up this mountain, going up off trail. And I'm obviously I can hang with her, but it's like I'm like I got I got I got my girl running up the mountain. I got Mama hanging back, so I got them both up. <laughs> but we went off trail the whole way because Hattie wanted to go off trail. She sounds like 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 my mom was slipping down the mountain, and I like I was getting behind her and pushing her up. And like I was having to move, I was like having to grab Hattie and put her like on an elevated surface at points. <laughs> that's Mother Nature's workout, you know. Hey, I'm telling you, you just gotta see pheasant hunting isn't that hard. It's a much easier oh, hobby. Oh yeah, bringing your mother and your daughter up a mountain. I don't even know if you can compare it to anything. <laughs> I'm not sure if I could. I'm just saying the level of easierness I could have rather than that. <laughs> hey, brother. I like easierness means it's got to be a good time. <laughs> I mean, am I right or am I right? You're, you're completely right. <laughs> uh, brother Hoop. All right. I got I to gotta Woody Rather. And we'll, t we'll, we'll tip the cap to the audience. We'll tell them sweet dreams. We'll tell them we love them. And we'll, we'll leave them with a incredible would you rather question. Does that sound good? All right. Yeah. Throw it at me. Can you handle it? Yeah. How intense? One to ten. How intense? I'm ready for the tenor. All right, brother. Jonathan Joseph Jefferson Hooperson. All right, scratch that. J.J. <laughs> Hooper, the legend. Brother, would you rather kill 100 convicted criminals or one innocent person? Ugh. You know what? You know what? You know what? It's maybe that one. Let me give you another one. That that one's a little that one's that one, a little dark. Yeah, a little, uh, we'll edit that out. I I tend we'll edit that out. I, I have to. <laughs> I, I mean, I just saw the kill, and then I just started reading. My bad. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to ask what they were convicted of. Like, like fuck. Like, at least give us that. Like, are these convicted murderers? Then sure. <laughs> If they killed, as, if as they a, killed, an, yeah, but, but, yeah, but I mean, fuck, did who they did they kill? Did they kill a bad guy? I don't know. Yeah, fuck, that's a hard question. That's like a fuck. <laughs> that's question. what I'm saying. Uh, 
yeah, that's like uh, not win yeah. as many. Let's scratch that one. Because now look at you, you're already like, oh shit, I don't know if I could answer. And I, no, what's I, I, fucked I, up is I tend to go. I go more utilitarian, where I'd say killing the one person would be a lot less than. I I do I, I would as well. I mean, like, like what are you a uh, 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 a force for good? If you if you let me go pee. Let me go pee real quick. One yeah, sec. One sec. Cut loose. Hey, can you hear me? Ghost Rider Mike, check, Mike, check, two, one, two, Maverick, do you copy? Two, one, two, yeah, I'm right here there, buddy. Let me know what you got for me. Oh, don't you fucking know, you betcha, bud. Uh, oh, this last question is going to be 100% Minnesotan, yeah. All hundo P, buddy, guarantee it 99 times out of 10, you know, I represent the land of the old 10,000 plus lakes, chief. <sighs> Seriously, if you can fly up to Minnesota in two weeks, we can go videotape a hunt. All right, well, brother, we'll keep talking. Let's get this. Let's let's give the people the question of the night. All right, question of the night. Let's go. Uh, brother. Ready for you. Don't you know? All right, Hooper. Yeah. Would you rather JJ Hoops? Would you rather be able to detect any lie or be able to make anything you say be viewed as the truth. Detect any lie. I'd rather be Don't. an honest man. I'll die an honest man than a lot die a scum. Yeah. You know, I'd rather not manipulate the world. I'd rather freaking know what's trying to manipulate me. One thousand percent agree. I mean, yeah, it'd be crazy. Like you, you can, you can. Oh, don't you know you can like tell a man's character? Oh, but, sure, you betcha. Oh no. yeah, you betcha. You know, old Jamie always said, you know, you, you, you only judge a man by his word. You betcha. <laughs> 99 times out of 10, I guarantee it. Man by his word. Man's only as good That's as his word. That's what I was saying. That's literally what I was the saying. man doesn't have his word. What has he got? He ain't got shit. Yeah, I'd rather be able to call that out than freaking... Try yeah. and trick everyone. Brother, I agree. Brother, I agree. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to say we hope you had a hell of a night. We had a hell of a night. We hope you had half <laughs> as much fun as we did because we had a ball. Shout out, Drake. And we hope you Continue to live your life soaking in these stories, soaking in this knowledge, soaking in, most importantly, the good times. Because when it boils down to it, ladies and gentlemen, the good times in life are our most valuable asset. 
And if you don't cherish your most valuable asset, then what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not. Love the, love the Cabela's hat tonight. Absolutely love it. You brought out your outdoorsman. I brought out the outdoorsman. And I had the honor of sitting down with the most legendary outdoorsman. <laughs> that I know. Ladies and gents, we'll leave you with that. And we'll say sweet dreams. We'll say salute. And we'll say cheers. Have a good night. Capiche? Love that.